Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Florida Podcast. This is your host, Brandon Holland. It is Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hopefully you're having a great day today so far. We have a ton of information to get into today. It's Tough Talk Tuesday. I'm excited to go ahead and get into the information for you all today. Going to start off with the updated COVID numbers. Going to talk a little bit about a few tweets that our governor has dropped. Also, give you an update on the case that was going on in terms of the schools being mandated to reopen. And then I will finish up with a little bit of information or my personal thoughts about the RNC night one from last night. So going over here to floridahealthcovid19.gov, you know that's always where I go to get the updated statistics for the coronavirus in the state of Florida. So as of today, 599,176 positive residents, 6,326 positive non-residents. So total cases, 605,502. Deaths come in at 10,580. As far as testing results are concerned, 599,176 positives is what they have. 3.8 million negatives, a little bit over 3.8 million in terms of the negative amount of tests for a grand total of a little bit over 4.4 million. The positive cases by exposure source, we have 4,565 by traveled, 195,224 contact with confirmed case, 4,798 travel and contact with confirmed case, and 394,589 under investigation. Positive cases by testing source, 21,462 positive by the DOH and the CDC, 577,714 coming from positive, positive tests coming from private labs. So Again, that's coming from FloridaHealthCOVID19.gov. That's where I always go to get the updated numbers for you all. When it comes to the state of Florida and the COVID news, our governor has dropped a few tweets on it. I'm going to go ahead and look here, read off a couple tweets for you in the past couple days. Governor DeSantis has said that the number of COVID-positive patients hospitalized is down more than 50% in the past month. So that's, a, that's an awesome piece of news to hear. And he also stated that the two-week average positivity for our long-term care staff has dropped to 1.32%. And he also sent out a tweet that said statewide positivity rate of 5.2% for new cases, including Broward, 43 Lake 4%, Hillsborough 4.3, Lee 4%, Orange 4.3, Pasco 2.9, Pinellas 2.9, Sarasota 2%, St. John's 2.9%, and Brevard, Brevard County 4%. So Governor Sanders has been very, very optimistic about the drop in cases and how We've been managing the COVID situation here in the state of Florida. I always find it interesting when you go online and you just type in Florida COVID cases, every article that comes up, it would make you think that Florida is going to fall off and drift out into the ocean. But we are obviously managing 
COVID as best as we can, much better than a lot of the other states in terms of how COVID has been attacked in the state of Florida. So I also talked yesterday about the the case, and uh, I'm over here at foxnews.com. It's going to start reading a little bit with that, and the title of the case is Florida's Order to Reopen Public Schools Halted by Judge. So it also states that the state is appealing the decision. So I'm just going to read a little bit of the article. It says, a Florida judge has ruled that the state's order to force public schools to reopen for in-person learning or risk losing state funding amid coronavirus pandemic violates the state's constitution, says Leon County Judge Charles Dotson issued the temporary injunction Monday, yesterday, writing in his opinion that the order from Governor Ron DeSantis and top education officials arbitrarily disregards safety and takes away control from school districts deciding for themselves whether it was safe to return. A lot of the schools are open in the state of Florida. It just boils down to whether or not they are going to be, kids are mandated to go. So I think that's the the main thing. I personally have been saying from the beginning that I think the choice should be up to the parents. I feel schools should be open, but if parents do not want to send their kids to school and they have the resources to keep them at home and they want to do that, I feel they should have every right to be safe when it comes to their children. I personally do not have kids, so I would never... Tell anybody how to run their family. But my opinion when it comes to the schools being open, I do think they should be open just because looking at the death rate for people under the age of 24, it's 0.02%. And the death rate for 14 and younger comes in at 0.009%. To break that, put that in the context, that's the death rate for people, for kids 14 and younger. And that is below the 0.01% that are deaths related to the flu. So obviously people, the younger kids, are in the best potential shape to obviously beat the coronavirus. Obviously, if they have some underlying health issues, that would be an issue. But as a whole... You can see the scientific numbers as they come out. So that's how I feel about that. I've talked to a lot of different parents and the, it's been mixed. You know, I have some people that are saying, I, I want to send my kids to school. I want to get them out of the house so they can have the social interaction. I've had some parents say they're more comfortable right now keeping them at home. So again, it's a tough situation. A lot of things go into the public school systems in terms of the funding. So Don't ever think that money is not going to be a part of decisions and how they are made. So that's going to be those two topics for the state of Florida. And I'm going to finish up with some positivity here and talk a little bit about the RNC from last night. A little bit of recap. It was awesome. Thought the energy was much, much better than the DNC last week. The production value was awesome. All the American flags, it was just really patriotic, and it was pretty cool. Um, we had Matt Gates from District 1 in Florida speak last night, and he pretty much just attacked the socialism, Marxism, 
woke culture and Biden's record. I thought he did a great job. Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA also spoke. Got to give a special shout out to Kim Klasik, who is running in Baltimore. I actually went to high school with Kim, Gwen Park High School, Brandywine, Maryland. So obviously pulling for her, her viral ad or her ad when she was walking around Baltimore talking about how the policies from the Democratic Party have destroyed Baltimore was amazing, went viral. Best of luck to her. Go Rocket Kim. You were phenomenal last night as well. Also had Herschel Walker talk about Trump, talk about being a 37-year friend of Trump. They go back to, you know, their football days back. Um, if you just, sorry, I just had the ESPN 30 for 30 small potatoes run through my head about the USFL. So just funny. Just thought about that. But thought he was good. Natalie Harp uh, was on talking about the right to try. She had cancer and because of the legislation change was able to try drugs that were not that were not approved by the FDA, but they ended up working for her and she thanked Trump for potentially helping save her life with that legislation. Vernon Jones also spoke. He is the Democrat from Georgia who is supporting Trump and he talked about how the Democratic Party left him. He did not leave the Democratic Party. Also had Mark and Patricia, the McClowskis, speak. Though That is the couple from St. Louis who obviously went viral. They had the guns out, went Antifa and BLM, well, BLM, probably some Antifa in there as well, were on their property and they were eventually arrested, but they spoke last night. And I think they had a really phenomenal point because they spoke about how the people that were protesting, the people that were on their lawn, those people are running for local government positions. And I think that's the biggest thing that we have to understand is that this isn't just right now leading up to the presidential election. This is what this country is coming to. It's basically coming to a point where you're either going to be for this country or you're going to be a Marxist. To simplify it, I just don't see how it's going to stop at this point. The Democratic Party has been completely hijacked by these people, and that's just what it's going to come down to. I thought one of the most phenomenal speeches was Maximo Alvarez. He's a business owner who came from Cuba and he spoke about Marxism, and he spoke about being in Cuba. And I love hearing from people who have actually experienced what living in a socialist country is all about. And the passion that they speak with, because they literally cannot fathom how people in America can push for systems like socialism that he actually experienced and left. It is it, it's it is mind boggling. You know, we're in Florida. I have never seen anyone get on a raft and try to make it from Miami to Cuba. The opposite has happened millions of times. So it's just interesting when someone like Mr. Alvarez talks to a leftist and all of the facts and all of the logic just goes right over their head because they think they are actually revolutionaries. They think that this is a time for revolution. 
And if you look at the people that are a part of BLM and you look at the people that are part of Antifa, you're, my message to you all is you're not revolutionaries. You're not. Um, you're people, to me, it seems like you're just people that for the first time in your lives, things aren't working out for you the way that you thought they should. And rather than look in a mirror and figure out how to come together, you are having fits like children and you're trying to destroy everything. That's pretty much exactly what you're doing. But that is the ideology of Karl Marx. If you know his teaching, that's what it is. It is a ideology that has no happiness. It just believes in destroying everything in its path. So we have to make sure that we are willing to meet them at every turn. And also we have to make sure that we are promoting the good people in our communities to run for office, to take these people on and make sure that we are providing an environment for our families and we have safety in our communities and we have good education and we have just the opportunity to have the American dream. That's what it is all about. And my man, Tim Scott, closed everything down last night. And it was just a very, very awesome, awesome speech by Tim Scott. He's always a pleasure to listen to. And one of the things he said, just it rang true to me and it just resonated because he was talking about how his family went from the cotton field to Congress in one generation. And I I love that because it just seems every time I turn around, listen to someone like LeBron James or someone like on ESPN, Shannon Sharp, it's always people that have found a way. They've found a way somehow because, you know, they, they make you believe this country is still so incredibly, ridiculously racist here in 2020. They have found a way to overcome all those things are multimillionaires, have millions and millions of dollars in the bank, and all they talk about is how downtrodden they are, and it's so disingenuous. And I think that the message from Tim Scott is this, the message that I would love to hear more because it really does make people stop and say, yeah, yeah, there are, how, how, how did you do it? Please tell me. Tell me how you did it. Give me the power of positivity. And Make my help me to achieve my goals because if I can pull peace from you and apply it to whatever career I'm in, I can be a better person and I can overcome all of the barriers and work my butt off and anything is possible after that. So that's America, you know, compete, bust your butt, take care of your family, and be safe. That's all it is. Love it. So looking forward to night two tonight from the RNC, and I will do more content on that this week. Tomorrow is Whack-Ass Wednesday, one of my favorite days. Let me know if you all, I I have been getting emails, people that want me to do Whack-Ass bonuses every day. Like, hey, Whack-Ass Wednesday Wednesday is awesome. You should do just Whack-Ass bonuses throughout the week. So I might start doing that as bonus content, but just let me know. I'm here for y'all because I can't do it without y'all. So that is going to be all for today. Have a fantastic evening. Until tomorrow, this is the Florida Podcast signing off.